You're listening to The Electric Chair, a show produced by 88.1 WKNC and hosted by The Saw. The following introduces metal artists and their work, and for more, you can follow WKNC on Tumblr and SoundCloud. The following contains profane language. Listener discretion is advised. What's going on, Butcher Crew? It's your girl, your master butcher, The Saw, and welcome back to The Saw's Butcher Shop. In this, we are in the electric chair where I put my guests in the hot seat. Today, I'm here with a very special guest. It is my friend, my daughter, my general manager, my master apprentice, DJ Beowulf. Ow! Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. We've been talking about this for like a hot minute. We really have. It's always been, hey. You got to get into the hot seat. Let's get the into hot the minute hot is seat. over and my ass is burning. burning. Yeah. I mean, it's hot fire flames up in here. Mm-hmm, that's, mm-hmm. that's what we do. You, you're not surprised. Not at You've all. You've been in the butcher shop tons of times. Tons of times. Sometimes uh, being tortured, sometimes taking over. Sometimes, but I mean, it's always a lot of fun. We like both ways. Oh, yeah. It's, we like it. Anything, I am pain. I am pain. I am pain. Is it tiring being both the law and pain? Because, you know, the saw is the law. Well, that's a great question. I never really thought of that. See, but... I'm, I'm interviewing again. Oh, I've never been you. on this side this of the mic. This is my show, okay. <laughs> okay. It's okay. We'll go on staff infection and we'll just... Hit me with we'll it. I'm that. ready. That'll Lightning round. All Let's right. go. So, well, I first want to know, you know, whenever I trained you, that was really great. You're the first person that I trained. Mm-hmm. And that's when I got like the idea of, well, let's make it my apprentice. Let's nice. make this whole thing huge. So you got to play up the character. Yeah. So yeah. the same question that I was asked was, what was my purpose in the butcher shop? What's your purpose? And how did you get into like metal in this extreme genre that we love? I'll answer that question as like two questions. Okay. So like, when you were first training me, I always pictured myself as like when you see, have you ever seen The Princess Bride? Yes. Okay. So you know that scene in the movie where they're torturing Wesley and then there's like the master torture who, torturer who's like sucking his life years away. Mm-hmm. And then there's like the little albino like hunchback gimp that's just there <laughs> assisting. Yeah. I always pictured myself as your gimp. <laughs> So that's my purpose in the butcher shop. But my experience with metal is similar in the sense where I was also kind of a sidekick growing up. My older brother and sister, uh, who are from my father's first marriage, they're Mm -hmm. like both at least a decade older than me. And so they got into metal um, in the 90s because they were born in the 80s. And so they kind of saw like the primetime era of grunge and like mall goth metal coming up, like, you know. My favorite era. Grunge yeah. era is like it's ugh. dirty, but it's good. I would love it. It's yeah. that's how I like my metal, man. Mm-hmm. I just want it like in my face, like, like down in the dirt. Get yes. those drop tunings low and heavy. Give me some gutturals. Just... No, but my uh my siblings were really into like Marilyn Manson and mm-hmm. like my brother in particular was interested in like occultic black metal. Um and I remember when they would particularly my brother, when my siblings would get into like arguments with our dad, they would just like lock themselves in their room and all of a sudden you would just hear like like coming through <laughs> the door. And I was little and I didn't like get it at first but I got like hand-me-down t-shirts I like saw my siblings get tattoos over time and then I I was only like five six seven you know and then I'm in my teens and I'm getting angry and stuff and I I remember one day I was like what would Connor do what would my sister Erin do and so I found one of her old Marilyn Manson CDs and I just 
put that on full blast and I was like, this feels right. <laughs> this is this is it. This this it. This is it. Yeah. Um, and that's just what kind of got me into it. And I know that Marilyn Manson isn't particularly like a metal artist. He was more. Um, it's a foundation. It is a yeah. foundation. He's like metal adjacent. Yeah. He was still that like shock rock that yeah. everyone was like afraid of, you know, poisoning your kids, yeah. so on and so forth. Um, but that was the first step. I remember when I started developing my own taste in metal, getting into like uh, melodic death metal, Amon mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I obviously went through like the classic scene kid phase where Bring Me the Horizon and all these were like my yes. godsends um my parents sat me down and they had seen like where my siblings had gone with it and they gave me a choice one time they were like you can listen to heavy metal or you can wear eyeliner you you have to pick one and those were like those, those were go like, together though were, exactly <sighs> and they were like you can't you can't have both feet in that world that you gotta- is such a hard choice but that's hard as the true metalhead i am that's i said true. hell no and here i am today hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. we listen to metal and we wear an eyeliner mm-hmm. and we i'm gonna st- look good doing it we're doing both <laughs> i still can't do a cap like i can't do like a wing you know what that's true grunge it doesn't yeah. have to be perfect it doesn't that's have all to right be i mean i just do a little tight line you know yeah yeah do, do a little bit like above the lash line mm-hmm. we're not on youtube this isn't it's a, okay we're not we're not gurus we should totally do it though <laughs> that'd be so funny be gurus the no, saw and dj I I've been exposed to metal for as long as I can remember. Yeah. And it was always something that I shouldn't be interested in because my parents hated it and my siblings loved it. That's always how it usually goes. Like exactly. the, the theme, I remember like watching, like you're a fan of like the old horror movies and like mm-hmm. the slasher movies. The theme was always kids versus parents. Exactly. And it was always what the parents didn't like. It's what you do. And even if it wasn't yeah. in like the old slasher films, like for example, you see like, um, like that movie Heathers, mm-hmm. you know, like there's always the bad boy archetype who shows up and like poisons the girl. And she's like, oh, I kind of like this. Yeah. Um, and I, <laughs> I like the idea of like flipping that trope on its head. Mm-hmm. And like the girl was into the dark stuff yeah. like, from the beginning, you know, yeah. like I don't need. No- it's like that she doesn't wear the uniform. Yeah. She, but no she- boy has to show me yeah. what I like. like <laughs> I'm already a little poisonous. Yeah. We're already we're already spooky. Mm-hmm. We don't need no one to introduce us to spookiness. Absolutely. You're looking at it. But bam, you're listening to it. You're this listening is the electric to it. chair. <laughs> I like I like that good little. See, you're great at that. Oh, thank you. Also, okay. So I really wanted to ask you mm-hmm. this. I've always been impressed with how you talk thank on you. air. I mean, it's very crisp. It's very enthusiastic. And I remember in the butcher shop, we would like we would use certain phrases and stuff to give the illusion. And you've always been great. My dad always brings up the first on air break that you did. That was like sit back, relax. And you were talking about like stretching something or torturing something. You set a line. My dad knows it. He'll, he'll probably, he's probably be we yelling gotta call it. Him up. Yeah, we'll call Mike, him what like, you doing? Dad. Um, <laughs> and he said, that is awesome. And just, so how do you like think of like what to say and like the vocabulary that you like use? I think, so I like to read a lot and that's mm-hmm. something that you and I bonded over. I think it's just being behind a microphone I'm not as nervous as like talking to regular people if I'm in public or, you know, like just if I'm face to face with another person, I tend to overthink. And this all comes back into the like Cooley's looking glass psychological theory Mm -hmm. where our perception of self is defined by what we think other people think of us. Yeah. And of course, that theory is very flawed because no one really knows what another person thinks of them Mm -hmm. until they are told. Yeah. Yeah. 
but my perception of what others think of me is also is typically very negative but behind the mic or in the studio or something i can be anyone i want to yeah so developing a character much like the saw on the butcher shop and things just allows for like a natural flow of what i want yeah. to say because it's who I am already, yeah. I guess. And I'm not worried about what people might think. Because even if that phone line rings and someone's got something negative to say, I can just hang up. Yeah, and be like, you ain't got to answer. Like, it could I just ring. Even answer. They could just be waiting in anticipation but to I tell you. Because I want the compliments just in case. Yeah. Just, just in case there's just I'm always hoping like... they're going to pick up and be like, love your set. And I'm be like, thanks. <laughs> like, thanks. <laughs> I always get the, are you still playing metal? And it's like, while it's playing. Are I'm you just, done yet? And I'm like, yeah, like I'm, I'm still here. Yeah. What, what's up? Keep it locked. Keep it. You can't leave the butchers. There's no exit. I say keep it locked, but that's keep just a locked. joke. <laughs> the door's already locked. The, the door's you can't already get out. Like, <laughs> um, so with I remember when I trained you, I was so excited when I like found out that it was you because we have a mutual friend. Shout out Aria. Aria, DJ, formerly DJ, emotionally unavailable. I still love that name. I still love it. I think that's still his DJ that's name. That's still my favorite DJ. But now he's like in love or whatever. So how true <laughs> is that name really? Well, hey, I mean, he's doing well. I'm, he's doing I'm happy well. for him. I love seeing him. Great guy. Danielle pl- uh, paid the premium package to get yes, his emotions. He, she did. Eyebrows. That's what it was. Yep. Mm-hmm. Love her. And we met through him and yes. we bonded over like our love of like death metal. Mm-hmm. So what's like, if you could pick... Like three bands, top three death metal bands. Telling you, hard question. You are in the hot seat. I am in the hot seat, and that is a hard question because there are so many bands that, like, you can argue over, like, is that death metal or not? Oh, yeah. What's your opinion on that? How do you feel about, like, all the genre stuff? So I'm gonna answer that question, and then I'm gonna tell you my favorites. Okay. (laughs) I think genres are, like, Everyone says this, but they're very subjective. The band Mm -hmm. is what they want to be. Exactly. Like you can go in and talk about like their inspirations or who they sound like or something that they might emulate. Yeah. But it's it's a feeling, you know. Um, I think when you get into the nitty gritty of trying to define things and putting them in a box, then you eliminate room for growth or creativity. I completely agree. So with that in mind, favorite death metal bands. Um I'm going to go for nostalgia, not who I think is like the best, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm not going to argue over musicianship yeah. or anything. Um, as I mentioned earlier, melodic death metal, Amana Marth. Yes. Um, Viking just, just, metal. Oh my gosh. Under the Northern Star was ah. like the sexiest song I had ever heard in high school. I remember there was this boy that I went to high school with. His name was Landon Ragsdale. He had this long down to his hips, blonde hair, like Squizgar Squiggle from Viking. Metalocalypse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I was like, so you listen to Amon Amarth? And he was like, yeah, check out Under the Northern Star. And I was like, sick. Like Now this is like my favorite song. Yeah. Because of you. Like, because of you. And I was like, I actually really liked the bands. Yeah. but They're so, sick. They are sick. So Amon Amarth, definitely a good favorite of mine. Um, I'm going to say, okay, my mind said Behemoth because they're more like Blackened death mm-hmm. metal. So they're death metal, but they're inspired by black yeah. metal. A lot of people say that they're fake black metal because they're not true cult. Mm-hmm. Um but we're going to go for a different black and death metal band, Joy Locals. Yes. Because they are kick The local ass. butchers. They are. Joy is sick. They're I so sick. Them. And I love to see people within arm's reach just like grinding and succeeding. Oh, yeah. And they've faced so many setbacks and now they're releasing like their uh, most recent record on vinyl finally. So like that success story was really cool to watch and their yeah. music is really great. Um, third and final favorite death metal bands. 
Dun, dun, dun. See, this is so corny. I'm going to say Slayer just because I've seen them so many times. And people are going to be like, this chick doesn't even like metal. Yes, okay. I do. Um, I just DJ Beowulf has a Slayer sticker in the in her car, like literally <laughs> in the passenger seat, like on like the airbag. It's right there. She is a big Slayer <laughs> fan. I can attest to it. I've seen them so many times. She's seen them. Are you seeing them in PNC? No, I'm not, sadly. Or at least I haven't gotten my tickets yet. So like at this time, no, I would like to. But yeah. they're like still on that final world tour or whatever mm-hmm. and they've been saying for like two years like we're done this is the yeah. final tour and I'm like, like, are you really this is your third you really? leg of the north american section of the final world tour yeah. like yeah <laughs> it's the last tour they're gonna do but they're making it last for like two years yeah that's crazy you can hop on there somewhere. um so i'm into it but also like go home go see your families like yeah. don't y'all got dogs or something yeah don't like <laughs> who's feeding them i mean I, it's crazy because i know like metallica like tours all Constantly. the time Aussie tours I don't know how they do it because like we're young does Ozzy even have teeth anymore I think so I mean he's sick now yeah so like that's sad because I was yeah. supposed to see them again he went from like eh, sick to like ooh he's sick like, yeah I mean I hope he's okay I feel like we need to like bubble wrap him and like protect Aww. him because protect that him. is like the godfather of metal yeah. he's the prince of darkness he is we need that we need that we need him he's also <laughs> just hilarious he is he's and, such like, a, a leftist I feel like he would be like our our like leader of mm-hmm. everything. It's like who do you, who does the Saw follow? Who does DJ Baywell follow? Aussie, the Prince of Darkness, the Prince of Darkness. For sure. Now, if you want to talk about like my favorite hardcore bands, yes, that's something hardcore. I can yell about. All right, go ahead, go ahead and yell to the roof. Like uh, Breach, Breach. Uh, they're from mm-hmm. Sweden. They're so good. They have this album called "It's Me God." Um, their song "Deadheads" off that album is. I played that. So I remember good. you requested, I think I requested it. it. Yeah, and yeah. I played it. I was like, it's I got so you. good. Um, they're very similar to this other band called Godhead Silo, which is mm-hmm. more like post-hardcore, uh, but they're very cool. Um, my favorite, like true hardcore bands, would probably be. Um, I really like Bold. Their song, um, oh, Always Try. That's what it is. It's like really empowering mm-hmm. to me. It like It's on this playlist that I have on my phone called 18 Wheeler Ribcage Tug of War, which is that. the songs that tug at my heartstrings yeah. like you hooked them up to a moving van and just put a brick on the gas. Yeah. That's that's how I feel it, you know. Yeah. So always try by bold. Um, I think Turnstile is one of the most oh, experimental Turnstile and talented sick. musicians out there right now. Gouge away from Florida, they're mm-hmm. beyond cool. They might be from Philly. I might be wrong. I don't know. Gouge away, very sick. Gaza may have gotten canceled, but very very like talented yeah. artists. Um, and yeah, I'm just gonna have to keep thinking. But hardcore breach just... first and foremost off yeah. the top, they're killer. I remember. I like I grew up listening to more like brutal death metal because like yeah. my dad was a big is a big like Cannibal Corpse a bit fan. Yes. And, you know, and I remember I first saw I first like heard hardcore. Actually, I was in favor of the Drunk Horse Pub. And nice. that I remember I saw a local band and it was mess. And I was like, holy crap. Holy, like, this you're is wearing cool. their shirt today. Yeah. I right mean, now. It, was, it was like deathcore hardcore but it had like the they're not two together anymore mixtures. right no RIP. No, i didn't think so I, it makes me sad but but i mean this um, is a sick shirt and it says carolina heavy jacob but. lily was in mess and now he's mm. in chamber and mm-hmm. they're like popping off oh so. yeah it's sick on to the next but i remember when i first heard hardcore and just how powerful it was i was like oh this is something it's something I that i also into. don't think is 
like given enough appreciation. Yeah, like it's very underground. I feel like it's like I don't know. It's not as advertised or most right like other it's genres. because a lot of people in the scene are very like elitist gatekeeping like who's hardcore and who's I not i think that's with like with any like really genre type stuff because yeah. i remember i went to like death metal shows and i get the oh so you you listen to dying fetus yeah give me like names and i, I feel yeah. like it's in everything i don't like do you listen geeky? to pig destroyer do you I, even? You want to know something? Yeah. I got Pig Destroyer on cue for the butcher shop tonight. Ooh, Ooh we doing some grindcore in the slot drain. I baby. know this. Uh, this podcast <laughs> won't be out by tonight, but um, it's gonna be tune into the butcher flames. shop all the time. All the time. You're gonna miss tonight's set in reference to this <laughs> podcast. But when you listen to this podcast, be sure to tune into the butcher you shop. You never know. DJ Beowulf might just show up. I might pull. Gotta up get some you time. on there. Well, with with metal, um, I I like to hear what people like have to say about it, just because. When people think of metal, they think it's very negative and very scary. But mm -hmm. when I remember when we took Becca to right. a show and I took like a handful of people to like their first metal show and they always expect that people are going to be like mean mm -hmm. and like scary and everyone's like so nice. And then they see the music and people get really confused with how we could be so happy and be the great people you could talk to, mm -hmm. like the best people. Yeah. But then like the music we listen to is so brutal. I think it's because it's like an outlet, you know? If yeah, you don't have a way to get that stuff out of your chest, then it shows in who you are. Yeah. Like there's that old, um, the author of like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Roald Dahl, he also, mm -hmm. also wrote another book title I can't remember it might have been like the uglies or something that's a different book series anyways he talked about like if you have happy thoughts then your face will always radiate and you will yeah. always look lovely whereas if you're mean and ugly it will show through mm -hmm. um and it's no hidden fact that people can be cruel at times yeah. and the world is hard and difficult but you can't get like jaded over it, yeah. I guess. So if there's no outlet, whether it's art in another form like painting or mm -hmm. dancing or Writing. yelling into yeah. a mic to these disgusting panic chords, I think people look too hard at what the outer like final product is and not yeah. at the reasons for why it was created. Yeah. And finding that like purpose behind it is really em empowering yeah. and so like you said these really nice wonderful people who care about each other and care about the things that are important to them they get it out through yeah, this rage exactly and i feel like along with that um i was talking to some people in valleys today earlier today and shout out valleys they just got out. signed yeah mm -hmm. signed tragic hero i think that i love it's like what you said earlier i love seeing like people that we know like locals damn grinding success stories i yeah. love it it's just like we all it's the american dream Yo, north carolina local metal okay <laughs> y'all y'all the shit like mm -hmm. the be best scene ever uh, hands down hands down so when we were talking about like about the album and everything and he was saying jason the vocalist was saying that their new record is um like a release and it's um it's called fearless and it's about like not being afraid and like sticking up for people and everything and you brought on you brought a great point that these nice people can like do this and like yell into a mic and I think it goes back to an alter ego and how you felt whenever mm -hmm. you were in front of a mic and you felt free. I feel like that type of form can be in anything because yeah. I feel like when they're on stage it's an alter ego and it's Absolutely. like cuz you can tell like some singers they will be loud and crazy on stage and you meet them off stage and it's like I mean a lot of people whoa. have like stage personas oh, and yeah. this is like beyond metal I mean oh, yeah. obviously Everyone like black does. metal characters have yeah. like their stage names you think yeah. of like um 
I can't think of like anyone's like. I'm trying names to think of the dudes the in mayhem right now. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. But like, I think I d- I know Varg Vikernes, but yeah. what was his like stage <laughs> name? And who was the dude that he killed? I keep wanting to say like, doesn't Kiss have like stage name? I'm like, no, they actually use like their Gene their Simmons uses his real name. Yeah. I don't. I don't think I used to play Pocket God, and one of the characters' name was, was named Gene Simeon. I love that. I That's love so that. sick. Yeah, I love puns. <laughs> puns, puns are great. Mm-hmm. So with the alter ego um and like it being like a release i think that's really cool a, an overall theme that has been on like the electric chair is this this topic of how this music in this scene is like it's such a release and mm-hmm. you can just be free and do whatever like what's true to you and like just talk about it and i love that in music it's like whether you're writing it whether you're listening to it everyone can like relate to it and course, i think yeah. that's like Really, really cool. Um, so I know you listen to stuff that's not metal. Yes. Which I'm very like I applaud can't you for yourself. that. You really can't. I mean, like, you just you just keep surprising me. It's like Thank you. I'm just like, whoa, like you listen to like indie and like, <laughs> you listen to indie? What? Bro, have you ever heard of Mac DeMarco? Uh, that's wild. Okay, honestly, I'm gonna be <laughs> I'm gonna be real. When I went into training here and yeah. like the question or whatever like jamie hollow was saying oh the one rule is you can't like mac demarco or whatever i was going i don't even know who that is because my only thing is like metal he's just gross in some rap so does those actually aren't that far apart they're People really don't not talk about the connections yeah. between metal and rap like they they're grew up similar. in the same areas like upper east side new york like in the same time mm-hmm. period from the same reasons of political strife and like interracial tensions and things yeah. like that and just the two scenes took those same purposes and created mm-hmm. two different art forms like two from different it. outlets and that's why it. you see like hardcore and rap are blending so much oh yeah recently. i love the cross genres now. absolutely i think it's like the coolest thing soundcloud rappers are getting pretty heavy oh, yeah. metal now and then bands like turnstile are like getting a more hip-hop r&b feel oh, yeah it's, it's so cool almost like diverging paths coming back together and it's beyond cool yeah and it's like what you said how they're they're very similar i mean even the shows are very similar and like they have mosh pits and stuff it's not as like it's not the same but travis scott will mosh oh yeah it's not the same but just knowing that like the etiquette is the same and that everything it's like it's a full circle it's like what you said and that ties into what you said earlier about people being surprised that metalheads can be like nice people yeah and it also ties into how you said you were surprised that i listened to like more than just Mm -hmm. metal i think once again like we were saying with genres confining people to a box just looking at them and making judgments prevents you from learning more about them and what like the kind of cultures they participate in um and i feel so corny saying like if you really look you'll see we're all the same we're all the same but there (laughs) is so much enjoyment to be had when you once you realize that like there's so many overlaps you know it's crazy that we think that we're so different but you see everyone at the show singing the same song and it's like are we really that get your elitism out of here like you over here two-stepping with me it's okay yeah so how did you get into like other what other genres do you listen to and how did you like find them get into them i think my favorite genre right now is probably post-hardcore we're talking Mm. like early 90s experimental indie where you get like unwound and at the drive-in and things like that like these bands who are really pushing like the technological boundaries Mm -hmm. and using like weird amp settings weird pedals trying to get the most 
like manipulated sounds out of just their instruments that they can. And I think that's really awesome. Um, but the reason why I'm so drawn to that genre in particular, and this ties into metal as well, is that my father raised me on classic rock. So I just mm. got a really good sense for the feeling that you can get from rock and roll, yeah. you know, and like the culture that comes from it, just the community singing along, um, really stadium rock as corny and gross and PBR as it can mm -hmm. be. There's something so enjoyable about it um, yeah it's a weird feeling i remember when i went to the carolina rebellion for like yeah. when i was 14 for the yeah. first time i like right when i stepped foot there i had this whole feeling like come over me like this is where i'm supposed to be yeah and like this is where yeah, like, i was like oh hell you want me to like be a metal metal head mm -hmm. i can do that but i yeah. I get that. Feeling. Didn't fully step into that world until I had like the freedom of like living alone mm -hmm. at college. Um, my parents encouraged me to pursue music at a young age. Like my yeah. dad taught me how to play guitar and I still play. But through my school program, I was very lucky and privileged to go to a school that had an arts program. Mm -hmm. I learned to play viola and I was in uh, a classical musician for over a decade of my life. Like I was in a bunch of different symphonies, both like regional and statewide. Oh, wow. I went to uh, Carnegie Hall my senior year in oh, the symphony wow. I was in performance. That's so cool. It's like one of my greatest achievements. And so I learned music theory and like what it means to be a classical musician yeah. and spent so much of my life to that. Um, and I think a lot of people, when they think classical music, think like like Moonlight Sonata mm -hmm. or like like Mozart's everything, you know, Beethoven just pretty little piano yeah. pieces, like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. But like there's so much complexity to classical music and oh, I, yeah. I can't even begin it's so beautiful it is but the, the symphonies are not always beauty you know like yeah. Tchaikovsky and um, I'm just going to stick with the Tchaikovsky reference for now has so many symphonies that in the different parts are cacophonous and mm -hmm. loud and messy and they, he particularly wrote about the Russian Revolution a lot oh wow um, just because that's the time period that he yeah. was in um, and People limit, once again, classical music to just pretty things and the cacophony that's created when all of these beautiful wooden instruments are playing absolute garbage, but it's like choreographed garbage. Yeah. It's so powerful. And yeah. metal bands do a lot of that as well, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, a lot of like metal was inspired by classical music. It's a lot more yeah. technical than people give it credit oh, for. Yeah. I, I hate when people like ask like, me. anyone could do this. Yeah, like, I, that makes me, if, like if I had like it's one just word screaming. that would just make me like flip a table, like that would be it. Anyone. Yeah, that's yeah. the word. Just because. Or it's easy. It's like, all right, I remember I watched a video of um, Jared Dines and he was like going, like he was like going around surveying people saying oh can you growl and then people are like yeah and they're like i can't do it uh, and i'm just like yeah just burp into the mic yeah and people are just like oh i could do that and i'm just like well then do it like do a guttural into a pig's wheel without like right inhaling. now yeah right now without busting your vocal cords yeah don't rip them in half right now it's do crazy. a little wee like do, do a little double bass and a little mm -hmm. thing on a drum shred for me do it if you can do that with a breeze then i'll believe you i'll believe you yeah and it's yeah. just I don't know, man. Like the that band, See You Space Cowboy, they are oh, one of my favorite examples. I love them. Of like, they have so many They're parts so cool. where the syncopation just sounds 
bad. Oh yeah, it's like that. It I, sounds bad. Uh, I remember I saw them at New York Pizza, and yeah. I was I was standing there, and like I was jamming. It's and there on purpose, it though. It went yeah. completely like a three sixty on me, and I was like, mm-hmm. whoa, because they'll go from like happen? this at utter chaos to like very in beat coordinated, yeah. like in the pocket rhythm sections. Yeah, and it's so sick. Like every time, I'm just like, it's all on ah, purpose, and it's I so think. Cool. Like, stuff like that. Once again, we're bringing it back to, like, what the purpose of metal is, you know? Like, mm-hmm. if you're getting your feelings out into a broader plane, like, sharing your perspective into a mic or through your instrument yeah. or something, like, life is not always planned out in a perfect 4-4 four, four time signature, yeah. you know? You're, you're going to get some chaos, but it's up to you to make yeah. it into something cleaner exactly. and nicer. And I think everything just keeps making a whole yeah circle but we get it we're yeah we get it we're mind we're melding on right the now same zone this is i love <laughs> conversations like this like yeah this was meant for me to just ask you a whole bunch of questions we and we're in like a deep conversation like <laughs> you got it dude <laughs> this is like all we do is just mind blown i mean i love having these i yeah. think and like you're like I knew you'd be like the best person to have this conversation. I appreciate with. that. Thank you. Yeah, of course. I love we have great conversations. Um, with what you said about like the passion and this is how metal is. I think, and it also goes back to how people think metal is just dark. I think what people do is how you said people put it in a box. They yeah. think when you express yourself musically, it's supposed to be pretty noises and pretty notes. I don't and always nice. have pretty feelings, dude. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, you can sing about sad stuff, yeah. but it's like if I'm sad, when I get sad, I don't want to cry. I want to like yell. I want to yell. Yeah. And so I think... I think it's this, like, like this tension, this anxiety yeah, that builds up. Yeah. You know, like, when I get my most worried, I don't want to cry. It gets me very still. I want to go for a run. I yeah, want to sprint. Like, I wanna do, that, that's when I listen to, like, um, Bent Life or mm-hmm. Detain. And mm-hmm. it's just like, Bent Life, Thanks for Nothing, is like the song where it's like, if nothing's working, it's just like, thanks for... And it's just... Thanks you just want to, like, punch everything. Yep. But I think people just... I mean, I don't know. I just, it's like what you said. It's not all black and white. It's yeah. not, you have to make music this way and it has to be pretty. I think it's like, you can't put people in a box and yeah. it's any type of like expression is expression. And it's like what you said with the orchestra, even though to some people it might sound just like noise and chaotic stuff, but to others, it sounds damn beautiful. Yeah. You know, and I think that's what's so great about music is that anyone can interpret it and regardless of the objective like take that someone has or i should say subjective take that someone has i think everyone can agree that when you look at all of the work that goes into producing whatever it is whether it's metal or indie or classical like that is objectively beautiful like people coming together and making a greater project or something just the human effort for something greater than this life is really important it's so i just think it's I find it fascinating that people are this talented to like yeah. make music because I can't play an instrument. I can't sing. Not yet. I mean, not, not yet. yet. Okay. Well, see, funny story. Valley's on air was saying, Erica, you should join a band. And I was you like, should join a band. And I was going, I should be playing bands. <laughs> like, there's, there's a place know. for everyone in the music uh, industry. I like, like I, I think, like this. I think you know? anyone can start a band. I think anyone yeah. can be a musician. But if that's just not what you want to do or what your place is, it's fine. Because I feel like I could always learn, yeah. but I'm tone deaf too. Yeah. And so 
I mean, I have so much appreciation. I like I like hearing music. I like um, turning down the bass or turning up the bass or turning off things and hearing specific so, like, parts of songs. So like mixing and mastering more, yeah. Oh yeah, I love hearing like, I mean, my dad would always do when I was little, when the double bass would hit, he would do his fingers <laughs> like that. And so I would always hear it or he would like go, oh, do you hear the bass? And he would play it and then I could hear it. And so that I got an ear for it mm -hmm. but i can't i selective said, sensations yeah, i was yeah. like dad can you play any answer he said hell no and i was hell like no. i was like but you over here playing air guitars and air drums like it's your job and yeah. he was like i can't do anything he else. shreds he shreds you shred you sometimes you had a live show i did how was that i forgot to ask about that it was really fun so my friends in this um it's like an 80s inspired punk band. So mm -hmm. they've got like 80s pop influences in their voc in their uh, instrumentals. But their vocalist, Jake O'Neill, is very agitated in mm -hmm. his vocals. So it's a little more punky in that sense. Um, Jake works a ton. And he woke up one morning, his throat torn to shreds. Ooh. He was just sick. And that was how that was going to go. And they had a show that very night at a house uh, venue. Um, and Jake was like, we're going to cancel. And I was like, I've been to every single one of your shows. And he was like, you're going to be me. So I rehearsed with them for one night. I just took over the vocals. Some people like took videos of me, which was very weird for me you to experience. You did really good. Thank I watched so the much. ones that you posted. I was just like, look at a queen. I don't ever stop singing ever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so my friends giving me that platform to do something that I don't really have the opportunity to do so yet yeah. was really cool for me. That's super great. Yeah, I'm glad you got to like experience that and like I would really really love to be in a band and I've like fiddled around with people every now and then. It's just I think finding the like the right team, I you guess. You teach me how to play an instrument, Laura. We'll start. I got you. We'll start one. I got you. We'll, I don't know what it's going to be, but We'll do something. Yeah, I don't know if you saw that video of me fronting Black Bouquet for their song um, Feline, where I was just yelling. I liked that. that I was like sick. to yell. We, we love yelling here in the butcher shop. Oh, yeah, it's we great. do. That's that's all that happens in the electric Women chair. Women should be seen and not heard. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. <laughs> You're going to hear us. You're going to hear me. With WKNC, let's talk about your experience here. <sighs> More experiences our that favorite, I love. Our favorite little part of nc state our, it's our hole in the wall it's our home yeah yeah um so as of now i am wknc's general manager for our 75th year in 24 7 continuous broadcasting 24 7 365 i should say uh this is the first time in wknc's history that we have had to ba uh back-to-back -back female identifying general managers unless it was the same woman twice in a row mm -hmm. but that's different um and this is our first time having a non-american general manager which is also cool for me okay oh, Canada. Um, <laughs> I love it. I really do. I kind of like one of our old employees who shall not be named at this point because he got fired um, made a joke that I had a swift rise to power because I went from DJ to assistant daytime music director to general manager, which is like I skipped all of the main things being like I wasn't a music director. I wasn't like OM or PD yeah. or something. But I really do think that I had the chops for the job in the sense you that like, did. Yeah. I just have the idea uh, ideas and like the willingness to make things happen. Yeah. And I think um, which is why I love to yeah. It gives me yeah. the outlet for my crazy brain. Yeah. And like, I remember when I first, when I first met you and I remember you brought up, oh, I might run for like GM soon. I was like, she needs to damn do it. 
because we both were like we might be gm yeah, yeah we yeah, might yeah. be gm i mean but honestly and now here we are the dream team yeah the dream team here we are it, it full circle full, full circle. circle again but mm-hmm. you are like the best person for it thank I, you thank like, you very very much because even though that you didn't go through like the steps i think steps are cool but you made your own path yeah you know and that's always great because i get it that this is how it's always done but you had ideas that mm-hmm. no one else was bringing to the table that mm-hmm. we needed. Yeah. And that's something that could be happened now. And you had the connections to do it. You had the willpower to do it. And you had the people behind you to back you. Yep. To do it. And it ain't stopping. Shout out to everyone who's we, ever supported me. We grinded. Like, I know that that's such like a corny thing to say. Like, shout out to the fans or whatever. Like, they, they help a lot. You know, it's just having the support. Having friends of the people. behind yeah. me, especially you, just being like, go for it. Like, yeah. worst case scenario, people say no, nothing really happens. But, like, I'm very lucky that none of my ideas have been shot down yet. And I get to do stuff all the time. Like, we just had that Chainsaw Presents show a couple weeks ago. Sick. And, like, hearing people come up to me and be like, this show is sick, do more of them. Oh, yeah. Like, I already have, like, bands saying, hey, next Chainsaw Presents show, we want in. And yep. I was like, all right, I'll write your name down. Yeah, like, we're definitely interested in doing it. But it was just one of those things, like, getting that instant gratification. Yeah. Like, I was so anxious that whole night that I literally puked through my nose. <laughs> she did. I did. I, had, I hadn't but eaten anything. But it was so metal, though. <laughs> I mean, you came out. You said, hey, I'll be right back. I was like, I got to go throw up. And then you came out. You said, all right, let's go. And I said, I mean, she means business. She means business. That's what we need. We love. We be general managing. We be general managing. I love that joke. <laughs> Women do be general managing. We, we do. I miss That's Jules. Great. I do. She's great. I yeah. love her. Well, thank you so much for coming in on Absolutely. the electric chair. I can rant about stuff like this all the time. Oh yes. Well, episode next episode, we'll just yeah. we'll just have a topic. Episode six six six. Episode six six six. DJ Beowulf will be back. We have a long ways to go from. Oh yeah. Episode like from here until then. It's just check back in us. with me in six months when we're planning for double barrel and I'm bald from pulling out my hair. Yes. And I'm gonna be <laughs> you're gonna be like, so here's a clip of you saying that you can do anything that you want. <laughs> you can do, anything. do you still feel that way? And, and then I'll be now like, it's no. like a meme <laughs> of yes. everything. Well, that's so sick. All right, well, I'm gonna go poop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're just gonna keep it like how it always is hundred percent with you. I love 100%, honest I love and the real. realness. You are literally a hundred percent you in front nature of a mic. Nature calls, Laura answers. <laughs> well, on that note, we're gonna let nature call. Thank mm-hmm. you so much again You're so for welcome. coming. In. It was great. You're listening to the Electric Chair only in the Sauce Butcher Shop on WKNC eighty-eight point one.